In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. During uh, this time of Ba'uth, I um, can't help but, but think about the most recent real Ba'utha that the whole world just saw, and that was the pandemic. I really believe that that was um, in no way a coincidence. It could have been a master plan. It could have been uh, a fluke. It could have been whatever it was. The pandemic was a plandemic from God. I really believe that. Now, it may seem like kind of harsh to even say such a thing because so many people were affected and, and, and died and, and it was painful. However, that's exactly what we are remembering today in Ba'utha, is how God used Jonah to, in a sense, put the fear of God in them to make them realize how they've been living, to make them realize who they've been living for. And it just, I find it so interesting that man doesn't really truly wake up until something wakes him up. You know, it takes, unfortunately, it takes somebody being diagnosed with a, a, an illness. It takes a death. It takes a pandemic. Somebody's life to be threatened for people to actually maybe somewhat think about their actions. And honestly, I saw, you know, a lot of people who really did change because of COVID. The fear made them turn inward and make them think about their lives. And in turn, they, they grew closer to God. I saw also people who did that for a time and then went right, right back to their old ways. And then I saw people who were not fazed by it at all, who didn't even think twice about repenting, changing their ways. Now, God uses all of this. And even for, for Jonah, I mean, obviously, Jonah, here he is. He, he's, he's being called to, to preach this. And Jonah doesn't actually really want to preach. If you pay attention to the story, Jonah runs away from God's call. And we find out later in the story that he actually had this very hardened heart towards the people of Nineveh. He basically thought that the Ninevites weren't worth it. He was actually mad that God was calling these people and that God was calling him to call these people to repentance. He was angry. He didn't even want to preach to them. He didn't think they were worth it. Basically, he was saying to God, God, let them all die. <laughs> I don't care. And he had this really hardened heart towards his neighbor, just like what we hear in the gospel today. You know, we've got this Pharisee who is completely dependent on his actions, dependent on his performance for God, how he performs, how well he performs, what he prays and what he offers to God and how he sacrifices and all of these things. And this causes a self-reliance. And self-reliance causes and creates a security in oneself. And God precisely allows things like a pandemic or like Ba'utha, pain and suffering, penance, 
to make us aware of where we have become self-reliant. Where have we trusted in our works and our goodness and our talents even? Where have we become callous? Where have we become cold? And so, in turn, God does not want us to remain just on, on the external level. He wants us to think about how are we treating our neighbor? How are we treating one another? And um, I was talking to a, to a person that I know I've known for a long time. He's, he's a friend of mine. And um, this person went to jail for, uh, for something that they did. And um, he said, Father, you know, it, it really, it's, it breaks, breaks my heart because the community has no mercy. This community has absolutely no mercy on anyone. He said, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. I paid the price. I went to jail for it. I went to therapy. I did everything. I've repented before God. And I have trust that God has forgiven me. But when I stand before man, man has not forgiven me. And so now he's trying to become acclimated with the world and the community, and he can't. So here is, he's done his dues. He has had healing in his life. But man will not allow him to heal with God. Because it's not just a matter of healing me and God. I need to heal with the whole rest of the body. We don't realize, my brothers and sisters, how we are affecting the whole body when we hurt one another. It's not just I'm hurting this person. I'm creating division in humanity. I'm creating division in the body of Christ. And that is not something little. Even my gossip is creating division. It's doing way more harm than we think. Our looks at one another. This hardened heart. Oh, did you hear who went to jail or who came out of jail? You know, I mean, these things, we don't realize what we're doing. And so he's telling me, he's like, Father, I, I, I made one, two mistakes in my whole life. I did a hundred thousand good things in my life. And for one bad mistake, I'm going to be judged. And I'm going to be basically tainted and titled with this thing that I did for the rest of my life. Is this who I am for the rest of my life? That's it? Nothing, there's nothing good about a person? There's nothing else good. Throw that person away. Throw them in the garbage. Is that what we're saying? That's precisely what we're saying when we judge. Throw that person away. Throw them in the garbage. I believe that one day we'll stand before God and God will show us the person that we judge the hardest in our life. He will show us one day. He will show us that how that person ended up repenting for that one sin that we judged them so hardcore on, he's going to show us that person, look at how they repented. And we're going to see it before our eyes. We're going to see how that person weeped for their sins. And he's going to show us how we created 
a big sin in our life that we didn't recognize, that we want to wait, justify, saying to ourselves, I didn't do anything. It wasn't that big of a deal. God, you forgive me. He's going to say, look at how you acted and look at how he acted. But you thought you were high on your horse because you never did that sin. He who humbles himself will be exalted and he who exalts himself will be humbled. Jesus promised. I do not personally want to be humbled by the hand of God. I would rather be humbled by man than humbled by the hand of God. It's a heavy hand. And if we're really truly looking to live a holy life, that humility is literally the key to holiness. We cannot know real holiness until we learn how to be humble, until we learn how to love and respect and be compassionate and be patient with one another. You know, like St. Paul said in the reading today, somebody's done you wrong, go do good to them. Go feed your enemy, he says. Go make food and feed your enemy. How many of us would be willing to do that? How many of us are ready to do that? How many of us are ready to stand up for the person that's being gossiped about and say, you don't know their story. I don't know their story. We should stop. This is gossip. How many of us do that? And if you're doing it, keep doing it. Because I think that the ugliest sin in this community is the division, the pride, the self-reliance, this like, you know, get on my level type of deal. It's the ugliest thing. God literally detests pride. If there's one thing that God really does not like, it's pride in man. It's not lust. It's not all of these other great big sins that we think about. The root of all of these sins, my brothers and sisters, is really pride. Because it does not allow us to love God. It does not allow us to serve God and to serve His people. It creates a worship of self. And so we need to ask God, where, Lord, are we being a Pharisee in my life? Where am I acting like a Pharisee? Where am I looking at my life and saying, well, because of these things, I am not like those people, or I'm not like that person. If there's somebody in our life that we are disgusted with, angry with, judging hardcore, impatient with, we need to pray and offer up our penances for that person so that our hearts can be softened, so that God's heart can be softened with me first. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit.